Hey, this is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point, retro wrestling podcast. But now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. And here's your host, Luke Jennings. wrestling fans and welcome to the studios of the old bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at memphis continental wrestling cast i am as always your host mr luke jennings please don't forget to follow us on twitter and instagram at memphis cast and to hit the subscribe button here on youtube youtube.com forward slash flash muta to never miss an episode of the uk's number one and only memphis wrestling related podcast this week we're covering the 30th of may in 1981 last time out we covered the 23rd of may 1981 where we saw a challenge three new debuts a crazed texan and all the usual awesomeness from the memphis territory before we get down to business ladies and gentlemen um, i'd like to apologize for the uh, three month absent absence absence uh, been away, well not been away, but uh, professionally things changed, and they changed back again about a month ago, and um, I missed I missed you guys, I missed doing the podcast, so I am bringing it back. Um, we are just at the minute we're just going to be on YouTube, so it's going to be sort of it's going to be audio, but obviously on YouTube you can do it. People like Conrad do it and all that all the time, so we're going to sort of give uh, YouTube a go. But please do not forget to follow us on the social medias, and if you are, uh, if you're trying to find the old episodes, unfortunately, I deleted everything. So there's the the, the only past episodes we have are what is on YouTube. If I get the chance to try and get them back from wherever they've gone, um, I'll put them up. But at the minute, um, everything's sort of gone. So, uh, without further ado, let's head down to ringside for episode 58 of Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast and the 30th of May in 1981. Russell and Dave Brown right along the ringside, and we're about ready to go with another big championship wrestling program. And by golly, I'll tell you what, we've got an interesting makeup of matches. Oh, today, we do dude. indeed. We have a TV title match, and this one, Kevin Sullivan will be putting his title on the line. He'll be defending it against Pat Hutchinson. Wayne Ferris will be here to go against Tim Leonard. Should be a good single match. And we'll uh, have Coco Ware against the Golden Boy, Chick Donovan, be yes, our sir. first, first look at him on mm-hmm. championship wrestling. That's not all. Don't you go away. We have an eight-man tag team match coming up, the expiration Ooh. of time match. Mr. Onita, Masafuchi, and the Nightmares on one side of the ring. On the other, it will be Dutch Mantel, Roy Rogers, the superstar, Bill Dundee, and the Dream Machine. Oh, boy, that should be some kind of an eight-man uh, expiration. We'll see how much time we have for all of the falls that will be involved in that expiration thing. I had kind of the reaction that the uh, crowd did about the Kevin Sullivan We'll all do respect to Pat Hutchinson defending against Pat because he's not ranked as a TV challenger, one of the ranking challengers. I want to talk to Sullivan about that a little bit later on. Right now, we're going to take time. I will be back with championship action coming up in just a moment. Now, they ran down the cards there, but this episode is only 39 minutes. So I'm guessing we might get cut off at some point um, because I, I saw the length of the episode. I then was thinking maybe Lance or Dave would go, we're going to have a short program this week because of such and such. But I don't think we're going to get all the matches. So we'll find out what we've got. But it's a stacked card, as always, here in Memphis. We've got... Uh, TV title match, Kevin Sullivan defending the TV title that he won 
a few episodes ago. Um, I can't. It's been three months. I can't remember. This episode might be a bit of a, a reminder for me. If you have, if you've never listened to the podcast before, I watch along. I've never. I don't look forward to see what happens. I watch along as if I was watching live, week by week. Um, sometimes you'll hear me on my phone. I'll be finding out information about such and such. Uh, if they, because the names maybe sounds familiar, so I think, oh, that person went to WWF, or they went to WCW, or they went to. Uh, Texas, Florida, wherever. I do that a lot as well. Um, so I forget who Kevin Sullivan beat. Um, but the TV for a time, the TV title was held by Coco Ware. He won it back in November of 1980. Uh, he defeated uh, Jimmy Valiant to win the title. Um, Coco, be, Coco Ware then never defended the title. It was a ti- it was a title purely made to be defended on television. Was never defended on television. Um, I'm going to say Dutch Mantel won the title a few weeks ago. I think Kevin Sullivan then defeated Dutch Mantel, I think. But so within this past couple of weeks of TV, the TV title has been defended basically every week, which is which is great. It's a TV title. It should be defended every week on TV, as it was um, in WCW, as it was in Mid Atlantic, as every every tour every company that has ever had a tv title has always defended it on tv because your world champion shouldn't be seen each and every week wwe did the right thing with hogan back in the day he was on every house show known to man but you very rarely saw hogan on tv you saw him on pay-per-views you saw him on saturday night's main event you didn't see him on chat he was never on challenge or very rarely on challenge very rarely on superstars very rarely on prime time the whole point of having a world champion is to go to see him. He shouldn't be on TV each and every week, as it is now. There should be a, there should be a little mystique in your world champion. TV title can be defended every week. Tag team titles can be defended. You know, should be on TV every couple of weeks. Your secondary title bit, your US, your Intercontinental, whatever, should be positioned as your main in my opinion your world title should only be seen x amount of times he can be on tv but he shouldn't be def- necessarily defending the title each and every week he can be on tv building up a feud or whatever or on commentary blah 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 whatever but each and every week the, and territories didn't have world titles the nwa world heavyweight champion be it harley race terry funk dory funk uh Flair, Dusty, they were the world champions, so they would be seen very rarely on TV. You know, they would go around the loop. They would be in their home territory, be it Florida, Mid Atlantic, blah blah blah. But you know, a lot of territories didn't have a world champion, so the TV champion should be the main attraction. You know what I mean? So, without further ado, and less of me rabbiting on, let's head back down to ringside for our first match. defense in just a moment kevin sullivan the current holder of the tv championship on championship wrestling along with his manager jimmy hart kevin uh when we announced the defense against uh pat hutchinson there was kind of a murmur from the crowd uh the crowd uh, was as i am not in particularly enthusiastic i really kind of was looking forward to a defense against the former champion dutch mantel he is asked specifically for a rematch and you've chosen not to give him a rematch. Well, let me tell you this. First of all, this shirt says everything. I am number one. The other thing is... The other thing is, Dutch Mantel had his day. He lost to me right here on television. I defeated him easily, and he doesn't deserve a chance. Now, let me ask you something, Lance. You said the people were disappointed because of Pat Hutchison. You did, too. How many times have you well, ever wrestled? I haven't wrestled at all. I okay. don't claim to be, okay. I, and I'm not putting Pat down. But uh, the fact is, he is not a ranked challenger for the TV championship. Uh, well, well, let me tell you something. You know, this has stuck in the back of my head for a long time. You know, when I first came in this area years ago, Jerry Lawler slapped me around. And, you know, it almost did something to my mind. But it, one thing it did do, it made me strong. And this is what's wrong today. 
There's not enough compassion in professional wrestling. You know, there's guys like Pat Hutchison, great, great upcoming wrestler. I mean, this, you know, someday this man may be the world's champion. You know what he's going to say? The only man that ever gave me a chance was Kevin Sullivan because young guys like Hutchison never get a chance for a TV title or a tag title. Guys like Lala, Dundee, Mantell, they all get the chance time and time and time again. You know, even if they're defeated by champions such as myself, they always get a chance. So what I'm going to do, out of the goodness of my heart, and showing you that I am your TV champion, I am going to do something. I am going to start a campaign for young, upcoming, super wrestlers to get a chance right here on television. You know, he has everything going for him, and I have everything to lose. If he comes out and holds me to a draw, Never mind defeats me, just holds me to a draw. He's going to get nationwide ranking. As you can see in all the magazines this month, I'm on the cover of every one of them. And let me tell you this. I'm here to show the people that I am really a compassionate person, that I'm probably the most misunderstood athlete of all time. So, Pat Hutchinson, I'm going to give you your chance today to make a name for yourself. And I'm expecting a tough, tough match. Well... Uh, we're willing to be shown about your compassion and everything else. I still have in the back of my mind the thought that uh, Dutch Mantel deserves a uh, Dutch return. Dutch Mantel deserves nothing. That man deserves nothing. He's just a redneck. Right. Yeah, okay, let's go to uh, Davey for the official introductions for this match. It will be a TV title match. The TV championship will be on the line. One fall. 15-minute time limit, special time limit uh, for the TV championship match. At 197 pounds, from Memphis, Tennessee, the challenger, Pat Hutchinson. And the champion from Boston, Massachusetts, at 220 pounds, Kevin Sullivan, his manager, Jimmy Hart. The first match of the contest, the, 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 the proceedings, is Pat Hutchinson, blue trunks, black boots, going up against TV champion Kevin Sullivan, red boots, sort of a uh, pale tie-dye trunks. If you've seen any of this um, action before, Kevin Sullivan is jacked to fuck. He is chiseled out of stone. This is not the taskmaster Kevin Sullivan that we would become uh, become accustomed with in the mid-90s. This is a young, chiseled Kevin Sullivan. Joey Calhoun's our referee. Kevin Sullivan has ridden Pat Hutchinson with a reverse chinlock. Big knees to the shoulder blade of Pat Hutchinson. Full house here in the TV studios. Men, women, young, old, you name it, they are here each and every week for their wrestling fix. Kevin Sullivan with a couple of big rands taking Pat Hutchinson down. Dutch Mantel is on the commentation station. Kevin Sullivan now with an armbar, a reverse of a reverse armbar, rubbing the face of Pat Hutchinson into the mat. Working the arm again. This is a totally different Kevin Sullivan that we are that you may be used to. This isn't the brawling taskmaster that he uh, became famous for, or infamous, whatever. I think he became more famous probably in Florida with the um, with the Dark Angels and the. Uh, Purple Haze and all that kind of stuff, but this is a couple of years before that. Like we said before, if it wasn't for Memphis, there wouldn't be many of the great talents that we know and love today from the bygone eras. There wouldn't be Jim Cornettes, there wouldn't be uh, Jimmy Hart's, if there wouldn't be Dutch Mantel's, Bobby Eaton's, if there wasn't the, uh, the, the territories such as Memphis. Sullivan is all over him. And it's not to take away from Pat, it's just that he's young and inexperienced. That's and all as it you is. pointed out, he is not in the caliber of, of Kevin Sullivan or a Dutch Mantel. And you see how Sullivan's got him now. He's not giving him air to breathe. And he's all over him. And Hart don't look over here. Ah, oh, you, you watch your mouth too, Jimmy. He's not crying, he's just sitting here stating the facts about the thing. Dutch Mantel, our guest commentator on this TV championship. Right shoulder of 
Hutchinson is up, and Pat, to his credit, is trying to uh, do his Kevin Sullivan here wrestling Pat Hutchinson to the ground, continuing to work over the head and the arm area of the youngster. They say youngster, but when you actually look at him, he looks about 40. He looks older than, uh, than Sully does. Again, Sullivan now trying to grab the leg. I'm sure if JR was here, he'd tell us uh, what school Kevin Sullivan went to, what uh, football team he played for. Went to high school. I've got the legs great, the legs grapevined. Kevin Sullivan has got Pat Hutchinson in a dilemma here, ladies and gentlemen. So, like I said, again, thank you very much for listening. I'm a, I, I do once again do apologise for being away for uh, three months, but uh, sometimes the life throws you lemons, and you got to make lemonade. So um, we've we're back. We've we've drunk the lemonade, and we are back. We are going to be on YouTube, like I said, for a while. Um, just because I got rid of a pod, I got rid of my podcast supplier. Times are hard, you know. Money's sometimes not easy to grab hold of, and things cost a little bit of money. And YouTube is free, you know. Sometimes these podcast suppliers charge sort of ten, fifteen pounds a month. YouTube is free, you know. You can pay for YouTube, but I'm currently doing it for free. So we're we're out there just putting this out. I missed uh, watching the Memphis wrestling. I missed communicating with the. Uh, the tens of fans that listened so hopefully we can get a few more listeners oh lovely uh, modified back suplex there by Sullivan one two three the winner and still TV title holder Mr. Kevin Sullivan big man but I want to say one thing Kevin Sullivan is a coward and I'll say it to his face Kevin Sullivan is afraid and he's running and he's dodging me and you're a coward Sullivan you're a coward he retains what did, I, what did I tell you? Hey, yeah, come what did on you tell me? No, I told you, and I'll tell you to your face, friend. You're a coward. You're a coward, Sullivan. Let me tell you something, man. Tell, I'm not afraid of you. Okay. Only man the face this earth. You're the one that's a punk. I'm the champion. Let me tell you one thing, Sullivan. You're a coward, and I want the match. If you're any kind of a man, you'll give it to me. Okay. Get in line. Okay. You're at the okay. end. Okay, Dutch, thanks for uh, sitting in with us on this TV championship. I wish you the very best in getting your title match, and we hope maybe that we'll be able to have it here before long. Dutch Mantell, we're going to take time out, and we'll be back in just a moment. And we will be back after these messages. Please enjoy. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional, classic Southern wrestling podcast. And you are listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You're listening to Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Stick around, brother, and follow the show at Memphis Cast. Follow me at West Runton Luke J, brother. Follow friends of the show at Mid-Atlantic Pod, at OVP Podcast, at Bottom Line Cast, at Extreme Cast, at Booking the Territory, brother. And be sure to hit up some brothers on Patreons. Patreon.com backslash booking the territory and Patreon.com backslash OVP podcast, brother. Like and subscribe to Mid-South Television Review with Mike Mills and the great Brian Last. What you gonna do, brother, when Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast runs wild on you? Hey, can I ask you a question first of all? Go right ahead. You know the definition of a windjammer? No, I really don't. It's have. the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. Have you heard of the Mangrate? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Do you have a father? <laughs> Mangrate is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. 100% made in America. If he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. <laughs> Your dad's alive? No. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? Is man great? 
<laughs> they are revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? Is it true? You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak. That's not that unique. <laughs> it weighs a lot of pounds. Is that heavy? Again. 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 No more flare-ups. You know, you know when your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grade. Chicken steak has never tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, <laughs> again. This commercial is like a mini series. Now sit back and enjoy the rest of Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. action in a ring in a moment. I won't talk about Tuesday night. I got them all right here and I want to make it very clear. Big main event Tuesday night coming up right there in the Louisville Gardens. There's going to be an eight-man tag with Wayne Ferris, Kevin Sullivan, the Nightmares with Jimmy Hart at ringside going against the team of superstar Dream Machine, Dutch Mantel and Jerry the King Lawler. You jumped in the ring last week. You got what? We were up there for the Battle Royal, but we got it all on tape. Well, let me tell you something. That's why you're wearing glasses and I'm not. I've never jumped in any kind of ring. Let me tell you something, Jerry Lawler. You better listen, and you better listen quick. I know what's wrong with you. You and Dutch Mantel are jealous because Jimmy Hart doesn't manage y'all anymore. But, baby, that's just too bad for you because I've got the greatest two men in the world in Kevin Sullivan and Wayne Ferris. Look at this man. This cost me some money and Wayne some money because of his commercials that he was going to do. But we've got everybody back right where we want them. So you please come on down there and bring your best shot, baby, because I promise this is 1981, Jimmy Hart, you're looking at now. Tell him, Kevin. Well, this is despicable. You know something? Where's Eddie Mullen to find Dutch Mantel for the thousand? That shell-shocked idiot came out of nowhere with a club and tried to take our heads off. Let me tell you something, Dutch Mantel. You've been walking around here crying these tears, you shell-shocked idiot. You still think you're in Vietnam fighting some battle up a Portrop Hill? Well, let me tell you something, boy. You're going to think that you're back in Vietnam when you get in the ring with me because I'm going to take personal satisfaction of kicking your teeth down your throat because you're nothing but a punk. Lola's a punk, Dundee's a punk, and the Dream's a punk, and they can't beat the four of us. With Jimmy Hart, this is the first family of wrestling, and we intend to rid you rats out of that redneck town of Louisville. You guys are out of there! Thank you, Nightmares. Thank you, you Nightmares. You cost me a lot Thank of money, you, Dundee. You cost me money, boy. Okay. You cost me $5,000. Wait till Tuesday night. You can get all you want to get of it. You better be there and see it. Standing here with Roy Rogers, and I want to talk to Roy about his confrontation last week with uh, with Jimmy Hart. First, Roy, I got to say, I, I I really think you're coming along. I've seen a lot of professional wrestlers start, and I got to take my hat off. I think you're doing a great job, and I think you're really coming along. And we're tickled to death to have you. Thank you. Um, in the confrontation with Hart last week, you never really got a chance to find out. Who was the better man? Because uh, I think you know, and I know uh, that someone jumped in the ring, and I think we know who it is, jumped in the ring, jumped on you, and it ended up, you won it, but by disqualification, because you never had really a chance with her. Yeah, that's right, Lance. And you know, that you know, and I know who it was that jumped in that ring. Yeah. There's no question about it in my mind. I know it was Wayne Ferris that jumped in that ring. Yep. I would have to agree with you. Yeah, and I may not can wrestle as good as Wayne Ferris, but I can fight because I know... I heard what you said. I heard the accusations you're making, Buck, and what you're saying is wrong because I didn't get in the ring on anybody. Don't start it. I know it was you, Ferris. I know it was you. You don't know it. I told you what. You don't know anything, come boy. On, come on, come on. It wasn't me and you came from it. Thank you, Eddie. I got something to say to you. The ruling just come down. The lights reviewed the film. And it was you, they decided it was you that jumped in the ring. You had the mask on, but your tights and your shoes and all, and it was you. And let you know that the new ruling is a $1,000 fine. Anybody interfering? So you have fined $1,000. I want you to know, Eddie Marlin, I ain't paying no fine. I didn't do nothing. Wait a minute. Come here, Eddie. Let me tell you something. 
It wasn't Wayne Ferris. I know who it was. It was a friend of mine. It was a friend of mine. It wasn't Wayne Ferris. You're expecting us to believe that. Hey, I don't care what you believe. Don't have a heart attack while you're out here. Let me tell you the truth. Hey, let me tell you it was a friend of mine because I know exactly how these geeks work around here. They were going to try to jump on my back, but it wasn't Wayne Ferris. It was a friend of mine. Now, you can either take that or leave it, but I'm telling you the truth. I'm not paying $1,000 either. I'll tell you that. Let me tell you something. You got your choice. You can either pay it or you can leave. Wait a minute. Don't have a nervous breakdown. Listen to me. Hold it. Listen. I'll bring my friend here next week if you give me a chance. That's all I'm asking for. All right, you bring your friend here next week. I'll have Wayne book here next week. Okay. And if you don't produce a fan, your friend, the fine will be $2,000. That's close. Fair enough. Well, Fair there enough. There it is, right there. And uh, that's one way to make him put up or shut up on the situation in there. As the uh, ruling about this interference, Wayne Ferris scheduled to go to the ring. All I can say is um, good luck in the future in there, Roy, and uh, just keep out of it. Thank you very much. Man. Okay, Roy Rogers. Wayne Ferris hopping up in the ring. He is scheduled here today, and the stipulation is Hart's going to have to put up or shut up, either produce right. it or the fine is doubled. Uh, it's a minimum of $1,000, Dave. The AWA, in cooperation with her promoters, are trying to cut out some of this incessant jumping in and interference in there. And this is one way to do it, or at least maybe. Okay, let's yes, go sir. for the introduction. Get in the pocketbook. Maybe it'll help. All right, let's see. One fall, 15-minute time limit. Introducing, on the right of the screen, from Jonesboro, Arkansas, 212 pounds, Tim Leonard. And going against him. At a total at uh, uh, 235 pound weight from Memphis, Tennessee, with his manager Jimmy Hart, Wayne Ferris. One fall, 15 minute time limit. The referee is Jerry Calhoun. Back for singles action, Tim Leonard versus Wayne Ferris. Tim Leonard wearing uh, gray trunks, black boots. Wayne Ferris, red trousers, white boots. This is a pre honky tonk. Wayne Ferris, so he's blonde. He is a former member of the Beat the Blonde Bombers, teaming with Larry Latham back in the uh, earlier in the year. He is still blonde. He's still uh, managed by Jimmy Hart. So how things, if things don't change, they stay the same, as people say. Jerry Calhoun, the referee. Tim Leonard. Tim Leonard's in control. It's not like uh, he's not totally getting squashed here by Wayne Ferris. He's having a roll around with Wayne with uh, Ferris. Both men circling, calling over top. Go behind by Leonard. Ferris with the arm. Take down by Ferris. Still with the arm. Goes for the count. Tim Leonard with a head scissors takedown or head scissors re reversal. Sorry. Ferris kicks up both men back to their feet. Both men circle. Colin over top. Headlock by Leonard. Headlock take down by Leonard. Lovely. Nice bit of wrestling here by Tim Leonard. The crowd are fully behind him, as you'd imagine. As the crowd would be against anyone against Jimmy one of Jimmy Hart's men. Um, bar reversal now by Ferris. Like we said, ladies and gentlemen, please do not forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at MemphisCast on both of those. Uh, as also, as you heard in the in the intermission, please do not forget to follow our friends of the show. They produce some top quality old school wrestling uh, chatter slash uh, look at other territories. Colin over top now. Headlock by Wayne Ferris. Ferris now still cinching that headlock in. Tim Leonard trying to get out of it. And he does. With a nice arm ringer. Oh, elbow to the side of the face there by Ferris to Tim Leonard. Nightmare by Wayne. Goes for the. Nope. Reverse chin lock. Reverse chin lock now by Ferris. Blonde hair are flowing. Tim Leonard now up to one knee. Pulled down by Ferris. One. One count. Nope. Crowd fully behind Tim Leonard. 
Air pulling. Ferris yanked him right down to the mat. Boy, he just grabbed a handful of hair, and Leonard hits the mat hard. Ferris using the hair. Slams Tim's forehead. Went first and slams Tim Leonard head first into the top turnbuckle. These aren't, uh, these don't look like top turnbuckles wrapped in pads and uh, foam. That's just a metal buckle wrapped in a bit of electrical tape. Tim Leonard now with a monkey flip whips Wayne Ferris into the ropes. Oh, went for a drop kick, but Wayne Ferris just sideswiped him. Wayne Ferris, oh, with a big elbow off the ropes. One, two, three, it's all over. Your winner, Wayne Ferris. up with the win. Leonard looking good in there. He went for the drop kick, but Ferris brushed it aside with his arm. Leonard hit the mat. Ferris followed with a cover. The count of three, and in two minutes, 45, I'm sorry, three minutes, 45 seconds, 345, Ferris gets the win. I thought Tim was looking very, very good in, yep. in there in a point, but there is no question about it. Ferris is tough. Uh, I'm not sure I take his word as the most credible thing in the world on some of the things he said. But he's a tough boy, there's no, no doubt, doubt about it. No so doubt. Ferris ends up with a wind in there. We've got more action. You will be meeting the Golden Boy for the first time on Championship Wrestling in just a moment. Tojo Yamamoto with us, uh, who has some comments about a uh, new discovery of Tojo's. Yes, Mr. Lance Russell, I have something for you today. Today, I have one of the greatest, world greatest wrestler as a single wrestler today for you. Well, we uh, have been waiting to have the opportunity to mention. He is going to win. The single Southern heavyweight champion belt for me. And then Onita and Fuji is going to win the tag team belt for me. And I tell you why. You know why this guy is going to win the single heavyweight, Southern heavyweight uh, champion belt for me? Because he is beautiful. Well, and now, okay. you people, just a moment, just a moment, because I'm going to introduce him to you. You just be quiet. You want I'm, to I, I, that's right. I'm going to introduce him to you. You understand? All right. Well, introduce him, please. Now, here is the golden boy, Chick Donovan. Well, there's the introduction by Tojo Yamamoto. And here is the um, first time on Championship Wrestling, Chick Donovan. Um, I have, uh, of course, heard of Chick Donovan and heard about his exploits, but how about telling us, Chick, a little bit? I know you're from Hollywood, a little bit about your record, your ambitions, your background, and that sort of thing. Well, first of all, Mr. Russell, my pleasure to be here. Good to, to have you. you here. Tell you what, it takes three things to be a great athlete. First of all, it takes a healthy mind. Second of all, it takes a great body. In the gym, hours after hour, working out, pumping iron, working hard. It's no free lunch in this world today, Mr. Russell. Third of all, the most important, it takes a great heart. A strong heart. When you're willing to get out and put forth the effort to win. 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 Well, speaking of winning, how about a little bit about your, your record, uh, Chick? Well, Mr. Russell, my record speaks I call you itself. Chick or Golden Boy? Well, to my friends, you may call me Chick. Okay, Chick, a little bit about your record. You say your record speaks for itself. It speaks for myself. I do my acts in the ring and show you well, how my record runs. We've had some great wrestlers on Championship Wrestling, and uh, we're interested in finding out a little bit more and having a chance to look at uh, Chick Golden Boy Donovan in action. Right now, it's my pleasure in a few minutes to be... Your pleasure. Well, we will uh, have to see because you're going against Coco Ware, and that's going to be some kind of a test. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Chick Donovan, the golden boy from Hollywood, California, and we'll have a chance to see him in action right about now, as a matter of fact, as uh, 
Donovan heads for the ring. Tojo Yamamoto right behind him. And uh, we will see for the first time the Golden Boy in action, Davey. All right, this is going to be a one-fall 15-minute time limit match coming up here as uh, Chick Donovan, the Golden Boy, will be going against Coco Ware. As Coco stepping into the ring, Donovan climbing up on the apron. Uh, again, one fall, 15-minute time limit match from Union City, Tennessee at 221 pounds. Coco Ware on the right of your screen and on the left of your screen with his manager, Tojo Yamamoto, from Hollywood, California, 228 pounds, Chick Donovan. Referee, Jerry Calhoun. Another week, another debut. This week, we see the debut of golden boy, Chick Donovan. Going up against Coco Ware, Coco Ware, red trunks, red and blue, sorry, blue and white boots. Chick Donovan, gold trunks, gold boots, blonde hair. He looks a mixture between uh, Lex Luger, Ric Flair, and Buddy Landell. Chick Donovan's still alive. He's currently 75 years old. He made his debut in 1977. He carried on notable feuds with working with the likes of Jerry Lawler and Tommy Rich. From 1987 to 1988, he wrestled in the WWF as a jobber. 1992 to 1995, he wrestled in WCW as a jobber. He also returned to the WWF in 1995. He is currently retired, semi-retired, if you will. He has won numerous uh, belts around the world, around America, and... Is, uh, I've heard of his name before. I think he's a okay wrestler. Coco working Chick there into the uh, ropes with an armbar. Chick got to the ropes. Clean break. Calling over a type. Chick Donovan with a go behind. Schoolboy one. Jerry Calhoun out of position. Goes for another pin. But Coco's shoulders are up. Down one. Lovely head scissor reversal there by Coco. Both men back to their feet. Coco has been proven uh, week on week when we've seen him. Like I said, back in November, he won the TV title. Um, he wasn't... Um, I think he'd only been wrestling maybe a couple of weeks there at the time. And since then has uh, obviously lost the title, but he has become more and more more adapt in the ring, and we know what he becomes in the future years. Full arm dragon twist now by Chick Donovan. Coco trying to reverse it. Coco does reverse it with his own, but Chick Donovan reverses immediately. Take down, leg dropped across the arm, goes for the cover. One, one count. Both men to the feet. The ever-present Jerry Calhoun is our referee. Colin Edward tie-up. Schoolboy go behind by Coco. But Chick is in... Nope. Chick's in the ropes. Chick's in the ropes. Like I said, Chick Donovan. Blonde hair, muscles, tanned. He's, he has a he's sort of a resemblance of... Ric Flair, Buddy Landell, and Lex Luger all sort of wrapped into one. Full and Dragon twist again now by Fireman's Carry. Takedown by Chick. Still working the arm. Arm, arm, arm. Still working the arm. Coco trying to escape. Big slam there by Coco. Lovely. That's if there's one way to get out of an armbar, that is it. Arm drag by Donovan. Right down to the mat and immediately comes up in a bar. Slams on the shoulder and steps over. Ooh. Sits down on the shoulder. Coco. Three and a half minutes gone in this 15-minute time limit match. We look to, I like to drop you in some audio sometimes. One, because you get to hear the crowd. You get to hear the very... Uh, excellent and totally unappreciated comedy duo, uh, 
commentary duo, duo of Lance Russell and Dave Brown. And it also gives me a rest because uh, unlike other podcasts, I am doing this all on my own. So I'm doing the talking, I'm doing the editing, I'm doing everything. Lovely. Oh, dropped him right on his head there, Coco did. Oh, but right into an arm drag. Holy moly. Coco was an arm drag. He got his arm, he got his legs around, chicked on his neck, took him down for a flying head scissors and chicked on him and landed right on his head. But he managed to get up and armbar Coco once again. Beast, but like I said, um, I like to give you a little bit of audio occasionally just so you don't have to hear me talking for an hour or so and you get to hear the uh, the musings of Mr. Lance Russell and Dave Brown. Chick Donovan still working his arm. Coco on the ropes. We're going to get clean break. Yes, just whip, Iris whipped by Donovan. Leapfrog by Coco. Big hip toss there by Coco. Oh, but an armbar by Chick. I think Coco was trying to go for that drop kick. That patent drop kick there. But, but Chick Donovan scooped him up with an armbar. Arm, arm, arm by Mr. Donovan. Tojo sitting over in the corner. He's nodding approvingly as uh, Donovan made that move. This is the man that Tojo has picked to win the heavyweight title. Chick Donovan there with some clobbering forearms to the arm of Coco that was wrapped up in the ropes. Two count by Donovan. Small package, small package, small package by Coco. One. Oh, kicked him out, kicked out at one. Oh, big kick by Donovan. Oh, forearm to the chin. Oh, elbow to the top of the head by Donovan. Bionic, if you will. Oh, another clobbering forearm there by Donovan. Coco is down and he's in trouble. Oh, big forearm slither again by Mr. Donovan. Oh, Coco now for right hand to the gut. Coco's trying to. Oh! Big knee lift there by Coco. And the drop kick. He hit the drop kick. The drop kick. Beautiful by by Coco. Whips Donovan into the ropes. Big back body drop there by Coco. Jesus. Donovan is in trouble. Coco. Oh, drop kick again. Face. Smashed by Coco in that beautiful drop kick of his. But Donovan now with a right hand to the gut of Coco. Oh, big right hand there to the facial area Chick Donovan going for a spin and toe hold spin and toe hold made famous by the funks out of Amarillo Texas cinching that sun bitch in there trying to rip the leg of Coco off as you go in a very poorly applied figure four leadlock very poorly applied figure four leadlock Coco is yet to give up that's it, I think that's it. Joey Calhoun has called for the bell. A very poorly applied figure forward leg lock wins the match for Chick Donovan. Time was 7 minutes 20 seconds, 7.20. 7.20 and Chick Donovan comes up with a submission win over Coco Ware. Wow. He got Coco in probably an area that would be the most susceptible because while Coco has tremendously powerful legs, Donovan was smart enough to know because he's got big legs of his own that you can induce that muscle cramp in there and Coco did the wise thing in a little better than seven minutes. He had to give it up. And the Golden Boy, an impressive win in his initial appearance right here on Championship Wrestling. So, Coco Aware down to defeat to the Golden Boy, but in a rugged close match in there. Tojo Yamamoto's boy came out with a victory in it. We've got more action, an eight-man 
expiration of time action. We'll be back to it in just a minute. By golly, I'll tell you what, we got some kind of action coming up. Before I get to it with the entire card, a reminder, Friday night, June the 12th, yes, sir, that's Fairdale, Kentucky, where a 10-man tag match that'll have the Japanese team of Onita Fuchi and the uh, Tojo and the Nightmares going against the Dream, Coco, Sonny King, Plowboy, Frazier, and Chief Thundercloud. Of course, there'll be other big matches. That's Friday, June the 12th, Fairdale. Now, Tuesday night, right there in the Louisville Gardens, Roger Howell against Tim Leonard, Sonny King against Jim Dalton. Chick Golden Boy Donovan will be in there against young Roy Rogers. And then, a special two out of three fall, eight-man tag match that'll have the superstar, the dream machine, Dutch Mantell and Jerry Lawler going against Wayne Ferris, Kevin Sullivan, the Nightmares, and Jimmy Hart will be at ringside Tuesday at the Gardens. All right, get ready for it. An eight-man tag team match. This one goes to the expiration of time. Starting on the left of the screen at a total weight of 890 pounds. The two on the left there are the Nightmares. That's Tojo Yamamoto with his back to you, the uh, manager of the Japanese team of Masafuchi and Mr. Onita on the right side. Then over on the right-hand side of the screen, at a total of 925 pounds, from Oil Trough, Texas, Dutch Mantel. From Nashville, Tennessee, Roy Rogers, the Dream Machine. And from Australia, Bill Superstar Dundee. Match to the expiration of time, referee Jerry Calhoun. Billy starting out for his team. And so we have got uh, just over two minutes of this match. I think we will lose it. But we've got Roy Rogers, Bill Dundee, Dutch Mantel and the Dream Machine going up against Masafuchi, Mr. Onita and the Nightmares. Bill Dundee and Mr. Onita starting, off, uh, starting us off. A couple of arm, arm bar takedowns there by Bill Dundee on Mr. Mr. Anita. Headlock takedown by Dundee. Which is the delight of the crowd here. Anita picks him up. Dundee takes him down. Still with the headlock. And another headlock takedown by Dundee. Masafuchi comes in, but Dundee drop kicks him and then takes down Anita with a drop kick. There's a little scuffle and a little dance. Shakes the booty. Anita tags Fuchi. Fuchi is in. Bill Dundee tags in Dutch Mantel. Dutch Mantel, Mr. O, uh, Mr. Fucci are now in circle in. Calling over a type headlock by Dutch. Ooh. Nice flat of the hand into the face behind the referee's back. Mantel slams Fucci down off the ropes. Big that legendary diving knee. One. The, that diving knee of Dutch Mantel's that's taken down many an opponent over the years. Dutch Mantel with a leg with a leg bar on Mr. Fucci. Tags in the Dream Machine. Dream Machine's in. Oh! Drops a knee in the inner thigh of Mr. Fucci. Drops the leg across the knee. Tags in Mantel. Big elbow there by Dutch. We're about to lose it. We've got less than 10 seconds now on the video. One of the nightmares is now in. And that's it. We lose it. Unfortunately, I have looked at YouTube. I have looked at various other Google Drives I use. And there only seems to be maybe another 10 seconds at most there so <clears throat> unfortunately ladies and gentlemen that is it for this uh return of the uk's number one and only memphis wrestling podcast next week episode 59 we cover the 6th of june 1981 the 6th of the 6th 1981 so please don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you can find out what happens next week don't forget you can follow us on instagram and twitter at memphis cast 
If you aren't listening to this on YouTube, please follow us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Flash Mooter. Like I said, I will try and um, restore some old episodes to be able to come onto uh, YouTube. But uh, please don't forget to follow us, subscribe so you never miss an episode. And uh, that is it. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for listening. Thank you to the fine people of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you to Lance, Russell and Dave Brown. And until next week. When it's spring again, I'll bring again Tulips from Amsterdam With a heart that's true, I'll give to you Tulips from Amsterdam I can't wait until the day you fill These eager arms of mine Like the windmill keeps on turning That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam Like the wind keeps on turning That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam Share these tulips from Amsterdam